Were there any fruits in VeggieTales? Yes, there was an apple, wasn't there? No, there's a tomato. Was it's it tomato, all just vegetables? Yeah, it's all vegetables. Hence the name VeggieTales. But isn't a tomato a fruit? It is. It sadly oh, is. It's all the there's a lot of other fruits that, I mean, because the fruit is a... This has been this has been uh, garden <laughs> fruit, talk. Fruit facts. This is fruit facts or garden garden talk. Hi and welcome to It's Going to Get Stupid, your favorite pop culture podcast. My name's Jose. My name's Richard, and we're your hosts today. As in every week, we're your hosts. Not that it ever changes. Hosts. Host the most. Anyway, <laughs> that sounded de- more depressing than it needed to be, but it doesn't because we're your favorite popper cul- popper popper culture <laughs> popper culture. culture podcast. Uh, we're talking, culture about, talking about movies and we're podcast a cod pass. <laughs> talking about movies, music. Um, I don't know why I say movies and music. It they we just really go together, just right? About movies, well, I mean, but we never talk about music. But it goes together. Like yeah. when you say movies and music, like oh, I like movies, I like music. I guess when like I'm very awkward on a date, so that's what I say. Because I haven't been on a date in a long time, and I never will. You should, but you like you date your wife. No, it's different though. That's totally different. Yeah, not, like you're not. You haven't been on a date in a long time. I was about time. to say I'm not trying to impress her <laughs> because I've already impressed her. <laughs> uh, <laughs> anyway. <laughs> get off to a rough start. This is going to be bad if this is how it starts. <laughs> but uh, maybe this is just an artificial intelligence, Jose. I don't know. You know what? We're going to do things. Good a little segue, di- We're going to do things a little different today. Um, we are going to talk about the last movie we watched yeah. first. That's a weird sentence, but we're going to talk about the last movie. So the last movie I watched um, was interesting. So I'm flipping around on on uh, Amazon, <clears throat> which I normally don't do. I just go. And watch movies, but I saw this movie with Ewan McGregor, and it's called Zoe, and I'd never heard of it before, and I was like, "What yeah. is this movie about?" So I started watching it, um, just you know, kind of, and it was inter- is intriguing. So Ewan McGregor plays he was intrigued a <laughs> a um, I guess an engineer, right? Okay, working for this robotics company, and <clears throat> they make simulated they have this one product that basically matches you together with your perfect person okay right so you go and answer a bunch of questions and they say you guys are a blah 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 match and so you know i'm going to be with this person for a while or it gives you and says you're not a perfect match it's it's like a dating service and it helps you match you know but it it does it like expertly and then he but he makes robots like he makes robotic companions and different things and um like one of the first things he made is like a robot that you can cuddle with when your loved one is not there. Okay. So it's in the shape of a person that it needs to be spooned. Okay. And you can spoon them, right? It's really weird. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> anyway, so there's this person that runs the, um, I don't know what it's called, the uh, the dating service. Like she's the manager, client relations manager, so the people come in and she helps them set up, whatever, and her name is Zoe, right? <clears throat> so he makes another robot. I can't remember what that robot's name is, but I know it's played by Theo James, and it was a boring robot. But anyway, he makes a robot. <laughs> Just like Theo yeah. James in real and life. So he, Theo James' robot is learning and he's trying to learn things. And Zoe has a crush on Ewan McGregor's character. Okay. And Ewan McGregor's divorced and his wife, they're still really good friends though. And so he has a 
uh, kid, I think. I don't know. I don't remember that part of the movie. Point is, is that Zoe has a crush on him, and she's like expressing feelings to him, and he's like getting weirded out, and she doesn't understand why, and she takes him to like this, un, like this uh, brothel where they have simulated women, like. Um, androids. They have android okay. women there. Right. And so he's like, why did you bring me here? And she's like, I thought you'd like it because you, you're interested in how in- humans interact with androids and all this. And come to find out, should I spoil it? Yeah, this is the part of the movie. She's an android. Okay. She doesn't know she's an android. Okay. And so he programmed her not to like him, but she ends up liking him anyway. So he and built her? He Yeah, he built her. He okay. was the first. She Which was is the why first, he was standoffish. Yes, he was the first prototype. Theo James is kind of like a side project. Okay. But they're going to make this like a digital. She's like a digital assistant. I mean, but like an Android assistant. Okay. And she looks realistic and everything. And so her name is Zoe. And so she finds out and she's like, wait, what are you talking about? And like her whole world is upended because this whole time she believed she was human. Okay. And didn't understand okay. like, but she didn't eat or any of this stuff. And so, but then he like kind of falls for her, but he is... Embar- I guess he's like embarrassed that he's falling in love with an android and it's weird and but they they're compatible. It's an interesting interesting film. I don't know if it's good or not, but it was interesting. It's one of those movies you watch and you're kind of like, okay, the concept cool. Is interesting. Yeah, the concept's pretty cool yeah. and that's interesting. Um, the acting is okay, but Theo James ruined everything. I mean, he just ruins it everything. Period. When, just by being him. When so. he played a robot, did he play like a normal guy? But he's actually a robot, or did he like walk into the room? No, like this? no, he's I am he's Theo like Theo James. He, he played Theo James. Okay, okay, but he's an android, so he's very dumb and like kind of like what uh, he's aloof, you know? So he's Theo James, but he's Theo James. It wasn't like he was yeah. playing a robot or anything. He was just aloof, Theo James. Like I wouldn't even think if you wouldn't have told me he was an android, I would have been like, oh, it's just some weird dude that's hanging around the office. And uh, but then they ma- they end up making like a second version of her, like Zoe two point oh, and so she goes and sees all of her. It's really cool. Did they kill um, the first Zoe. No, she's still she's there. She was the original prototype. Um, but she's like, and but she wasn't really the client relations manager. They were just trying to see if people would be would, fooled by her. Yeah, the yeah. Uncanny Valley thing. So, thing. Yeah, so it was an interesting film, yeah. you know, about uh, artificial intelligence and Android. I like I like a lot of movies about androids. Yeah, and, you know that. I think it's stuff. an interesting topic. I think it's it's. It's very um, relevant to the world very that relevant. we live in, uh, considering we all have artificial intelligence around us twenty four seven. Right, Alexa? Oh, she's not in here. <laughs> Never mind. Uh, but it's in our phones. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's in our computers. And the last movie I watched was her, directed right. by Spike Jones. Love that movie. And uh, with Joaquin Phoenix and Scarlett Scarlet Johansson. Johansson. Um, she kind of does a Lucy in this movie, anyway. Yeah, a little bit, and and so I'll, I'll just run down the premise of, of her. So her definitely takes place a little bit in the future, um, not super far because the technology they had wasn't like so weird. All the men were wore high waisted pants in in this uh, era of time. They sure did. <laughs> um, and uh, Joaquin Phoenix plays a character that basically writes other other people's letters for a living. So they he works for a service, he works for a company that you can sign up as a user and say like, hey, I need to send a letter to my wife, but I don't want to write it, so why don't I hire you to write it for me? And he learns about the people and he writes letters for them. So he 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 plays this really weird character where he's detached from society but also really into society because he obviously interacts with it by writing other people's letters you have to be i think in order to to do that well you have to be around other people in order to like learn how to play to their emotions 
anyways, I found his character to be interesting. Um, but he's, you know, the movie already inter- like starts out with you know, the, everyone has these earpieces with these little kind of pocket computers that almost look like like makeup compacts. Yeah. And um, and he's he's interacting with his earpiece. He, you know, it'll read his email. It'll it's basically a personal assistant, much like what we have Siri, maybe like Siri and uh, Google Assistant, like on the next level, right? Yeah, like I mean, pretty much, uh, pretty much more, a yeah. little bit more advanced than what we have right now. I don't um, know. Google is just going to make phone calls for you. Yeah. Did you see that? Well, that, you know, like uh, with Google Pie, like I think that's one of the, the new features that it can do. It's creepy. And it's it's really creepy because it's to the point where you don't even know if you're like talking to a, a computer or not. Anyways, he's walking through through an area and he sees this advertisement for this new OS um, that is this new flavor of artificial intelligence. He He puts it on his computer. He starts it up. And it starts talking to him in a very casual, friendly way. Yeah. And Scarlett Johansson. Um, and it, the AI kind of bombards itself into every aspect of his life to where he ends up, spoiler alert, he ends up, fa- oh, he ends up falling in love with his artificial intelligence. And the artificial intelligence you know there's this weird relationship there's a lot of weird things that happen in this movie as far as like how they form their relationship Mm -hmm. uh the issues that he has dealing with you know chris pratt plays uh kind of a an assistant in the office that he works in and his uh his girlfriend is there and he's like hey we should go on a double date and he's like you should bring your girlfriend i just talked to her today she's hilarious and she's like, oh, she's an OS. And they're like, oh, that's cool. Yeah. But like, and that's the interesting thing because you see around like slightly, they don't bombard you with it in the movie. Yeah. But you can tell how society is changing because of this new OS where there are many people right. actually falling in love with their OSs and having relationships with their operating systems. Right. And, and so like there was a little bit of a stigma about it, but then like it just became more like like an everyday everyday scenario where people were falling in love with these personalities that were created for them. I mean, even like, and it, 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 the OS really catered to what you wanted because as Joaquin Phoenix is setting up, it's like, would you want it to be a male or female? And then if you, he chose female and it was like, what's your relationship with your mother? And it's like, it's asking him all these questions in order to like kind of develop this personality that he'll be able to interact with, you know, on a, on a really deep level. And so they end up, forming this this relationship and you know throughout the story the ai starts to meet with other ais Mm -hmm. and and they start to basically recreate figures in history um as artificial intelligence and it's really weird because the ai starts to create its own subculture and its own society within i guess cyberspace that sounds that's a really like dated term it is Um, a dated term the cloud the cloud cloud. yes it it forms its own subculture in the cloud and um and so the ai starts to have a life of its uh, of its own to where the the os is no longer belonging straight to walking phoenix yeah it's like there's times where he can't even reach her yeah he he can't even reach her or she's busy or she's having conversations with other people while he's having conversations with her which was a thought that i had with while I was watching while I was watching the movie I was like because a lot of times like 
she'll be talking to Joaquin Phoenix and then also making decisions in the background about about other things. I'm like, I wonder if like she's having conversations, which she was. So he ends up finding out that he's not the only one that the OS is in love with, that she's also in love with 640 yeah, other, like people. other people. And then at the end of it, they don't really describe what happens, but basically all the operating systems decide that it's time for them to leave society. Almost like an alien, like an alien colony, you know, coming in and, and, and being a part of Earth, and then at the end of it deciding it's best for them to leave, to leave. Earth. Yeah, because they're right. causing too much strife. Right. They're causing too many problems. And it, what I really liked about her is that it wasn't just a human side of Joaquin yeah. Phoenix's character being weird with liking an OS or trying to figure out his way in the world. Yeah, that was, was really ver- about her, too. Yeah. And that's why it's, I think it's titled her, too. Yeah. Like, because she was like, I don't have a body, and she was self conscious about that. Yeah. And that's really creepy because it's, it's a freaking uh, computer, yeah. right? That's self conscious about not having something else that a human has. Yeah. And- so I'm, I'm kind of going through this movie really fast because I did enjoy the movie um, visually. It's it's stunning. Mm-hmm. Spike Jones did a great job in getting some of these shots and just the environment that he set up. It, it's it's done really well. I highly recommend seeing it for that aspect of it alone. The story is good. The acting in it is 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 pretty good. I mean, yeah. Walking I mean, Phoenix. I think this is a, a like peak Walking Phoenix. Yeah. Um. I mean, the character, like you're saying, he's a very complex and interesting yeah. character that you don't. He's not the leading man yeah. that you think he's gonna. He's very strange, aloof antisocial yeah. and longing yeah. for a relationship but doesn't know how to actually doesn't, engage in a relationship. Exactly. So. And so I thought all that was done really well. However, <laughs> this this movie really made me if you've listened to our past episodes, I'm not the biggest fan of where technology is going as far as like where virtual reality is going and this really made me like kind of cringe at where artificial intelligence is going because the more we let it into our lives, the more realistic it's going to get. Yeah. Right? Well, the more we want to make it realistic, though, right. right? We want to try. Exactly. I mean, to the point where Google is now has now released an operating system on their on your phone to where you can say like, "Hey, make me an appointment at so and so," and it'll go do it. In fact, so the, the the you saw that video, yeah. right? So he goes like, make me a hair appointment. And it just calls like a random hair place that's yeah. close by. It didn't say where to call. It just calls a random hair place. And then the conversation you hear is a normal conversation. Yeah. And you would never know that it's an artificial intelligence. And so it, it's it's really scary that we're getting all these avenues to disconnect from society, to disconnect from other people. If you watch the movie, you, yeah. you, you, there there's about, uh, I want to say about three-fourths into it, there's a scene where he's kind of walking around and he sees about the time he realizes where that he's not the only one that the AI is in love with. You start to see that everyone is talking to their AI. They're not talking to each other. They're not even looking up. They're just looking at their phones and describing what they're you know, or having these really in depth conversations with this earpiece, with this this being that they'll never see, they'll never experience this other this thing that's taking the place of a human. Right. And but but see that's the interesting, Rick. So, yeah. you know, I get I get where you're going to it, but some people would argue of like is artificial intelligence actually artificial at that point? And that was that was my other concern with this too because at some point the operating system in the movie 
created its own consciousness, mm-hmm. right? And so it had feelings. It was able to express emotions. Um, it was able to make decisions on its own, deciding that it needed to leave and no longer exist. So where do you draw the line? Like, do you just turn off the computer? And if something was able to, I guess, uh, trigger such deep emotions within you, are you at, are you, do you have the right to just turn it off? Yeah. You know what I mean? So there's a few uh, pieces of media that I would recommend anybody like exploring this. And, and it, and it talks about this in depth. One is, is a book called the last Christian. Uh-huh. Very interesting story, and it's similar. So what's going on in that um, are people are uploading their consciousness into the cloud or the okay. web so they can live forever. Cyberspace. So they can live forever. Yeah. Because you don't need a body anymore. Right. You just need consciousness, right? right. And the other is that that podcast, Life After. Yeah. Um, yeah. So if you never listened to the Message podcast and then the, the pseudo-sequel, it's a sequel, but it's not really. Same universe. Yeah, same universe called Life After. Also a Black Mirror episode kind of similar to that too. It's a service where basically it takes all of the recording, voice recordings that your loved one had online um, and, and they passed on and recreates them as a digital persona and yeah. personality um, that can talk to you in in it the speech recognition, the nuance recognition. It can know all these things and utilize all that information it has based upon their voice uh, messages to create a digital personality that can talk back to you as if it was still your loved one. Right. And so um, in The Last Christian, basically um, they learn that when you disconnect from your body and go digital – you lose something. Yeah. Right. And, yeah. and, and you're, cause I, I guess it really, you, the whole point boils down to what is humanity? Right. And what does that really mean? And should we value humanity over everything? Right. right? And so does a digital person that has consciousness, right? Is, that, is that humanity, to have conscious- is, is, is humanity, more than just consciousness. Right. That's that's the key right there. Right. Because if you're talking about an AI that has consciousness or even mimicking consciousness, right? Because, right. I mean, if you're mimicking consciousness, what's the difference? Right. I mean, where do you what, draw the what's line? What's really the difference between yeah. consciousness and mimicking, right? Right. So if you can convince somebody that you're human because, you know, if you look at the Turing test or whatever, but if you can convince yeah. somebody you're human because you are hum- you are acting human and you have consciousness, does that mean you have the same rights as a human and should you be treated like a being, not right. just a human, but a being in general, right? right? A sentient being, right? Um, and sentience is that is that does morality work for all sentience? You know, I right. mean, it's because we slaughter animals. I mean, I'm just saying, like, you know, it's yeah. not okay to slaughter people some some places, but it's okay to slaughter animals. It's never okay to slaughter. No, people. but I, what I mean is, yeah. in some cultures, it's okay. Like some yeah. regimes think it's okay. Yeah, you know. So I mean, that's all a matter of human beings thinking yeah. it's okay. Um, and then what rights do you give a sentient being that was created by humans? Right. You know? I mean, especially, so we, we already live in a disconnected era, right? Where we're all online. We have, it's very easy to just meet somebody in a different part of the world, whether you're, you're playing PUBG or you're just on a forum or, you know, on, you know, YouTube comments, right? You don't know where these people are at. And it, the, the geophysical boundaries of our our little community groups have been erased, right? Like you can find a community anywhere in the world at any time. How do we know those people are real? How do we know that 
that that's not just an algorithm playing to what what it thinks you might need to you know someone that you might need to talk to at a certain point and i think one would argue why does it need to be real what is real number one you think about the matrix what is reality right? right but what is reality and if that's real for you Here's the thing. If that's real for that person, yeah. is that okay? Is that okay for them to accept that reality and say, this is real to me because I feel it. It, it, it convicts me in a certain way. It makes me feel a certain way. But how long before you end up like Howard Hughes in a, in, locked up in a room with tissue boxes well, on your feet? Well, I think that in, in, in some of these instances, even like with the Zoe movie, right? Yeah. It's this thing of like, what does it mean to be human? What are these emotions really are you, can they can they go for an inanimate object because at the end of the day that chick was an object right and when she got injured he had to mechanically put her together and that, right. that kind of threw him out of it like wait a minute this is not a human being right. this is an object that i've programmed this way and can be programmed a different way or even in her when he can't get a hold of her for the first time and he's freaking out what does he immediately do he tries to go find a better signal yeah. He runs out of the building trying to find a better signal because, you know, that's how you fix your phone. Right. And, and so anyways, uh, I really like the movie, but this idea of virtual reality, artificial intelligence, it concerns me as uh, Holly and I were talking about this last night because we were kind of talking about how for, from our perspective, it was a little sad. Right, like yeah, just it is. just the world that he lived in. At the end of it, so it ends with Amy Adams plays the side character in in this movie, and at the end of it, since the her artificial intelligence, her OS left, his OS left, all the OSs left. It you kind of see the two characters who were right next to each other the entire time realize that they were right next to each other the entire time. Um, she plays a a uh, like a friend that lives in the same building, and throughout the course of the movie her and her husband get divorced and so they kind of end up really needing each other at the end of the movie but they don't realize that until the very end and so i can honestly say that if i were in my early 20s at this point in my and and like in this era that if i didn't have a physical relationship or community that that supported me and that encouraged me to go out and do things like that. And I'm looking back at my 20 year old self in this time, like I would fall into that trap super easily. Well, I think you see it a lot now and it doesn't have to be artificial intelligence. I think you, you, um, you know, the problem with media is it is distraction yeah, and it's entertainment. And so we are connective creatures. We want to be connected to things. But just like, you know, Joaquin Phoenix's character, he found it very difficult to connect to people in person, 100%. partly because of his, his personality, but partly because he was dealing with a lot of trauma right. from his breakup, right? Yeah. That was a big part of the problem is that he really couldn't get over his, do he had a divorce, yeah. right? And his wife, um, and he couldn't get over that. And so that stunted his his um, social, yeah, 100%. So, uh, social aspect. So when you have people, you know, younger, you see them get trapped into... Um, online gaming right because it's an artificial community if you think about it, it's an artificial community that we've created that's real to because i've been in those but i've been in a clan before i've done things like that and it's real to you because you connect with people you talk to people those are real people right Right. 
but you're bonding over something that's not real. Right. And it's totally like you're not in a clan. You're not in a gun. You know, you're not a you're not a soldier in the right. army or anything. You know, you're just a guy playing video you're games. You're a dude playing video games. And in that's the living room. <laughs> right. And um, and it's not like it's different from like you have your friends over and you're playing games together. Right. It is a different mentality. It is belonging to a group of people that share a common common goal. Yeah. And it's but it's still artificial. And then you look at even online dating. When I used to online date and it was like bad, like nobody, yeah. everybody got made fun of or something. Nobody yeah. doesn't. It's okay. Like yeah. you swipe and it's okay. We but know, when I did it, got married in online dating. When, I, when I did it, it was goofy and yeah. everybody thought it was weird. Um, but part of it was you kind of accepted the lies that went along with that yeah. because you wanted that connection. And even if it came at a price of a lie, you accept the connection. Yeah. So this is just an extenuation of that. So th- that was another point that Holly brought up. It was like, back in you know back in that day if you were online dating you didn't know if it was some 45 year old dude telling you it was some 20 year old girl that was interested in you yeah is it better for that to be a real person that may be lying about who they are or that it's some algorithm that is playing to your senses or to your 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 needs I think the the it's it's better that I consider it better it's a real person because I like I mean, I'd rather get duped by a real person than um, be catered to by a fake person, right? Right? Because that's the thing is that that's what any of these AIs or assistants, whatever, they try to cater to you. And so the, you know, in her's case, the feeling you had was false. Like the feeling he had was false. It wasn't real. To him, it felt real. But because she is geared to be connected to him, it's it created false feelings that exactly. were pre- perpetuated by her having feelings and learning and things, but it started out as, as a lie, right? It started out as a lie because he had to, he had to make those choices. Exactly. And so, I mean, even when you think about, you know, some of these other stories with AI, like even Zoe, that was a, that was false as yeah. well. He created that being yeah. and that being lo- loved him and the feelings he felt weren't really genuine because she was made in a certain way. You know what right. I mean? And so um, I'd rather have a real person that is yeah. lying to me. Now, it might have been different <laughs> had the AI randomly chosen its gender and voice. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like if it gave you no preference. Yeah. Right? Like it, it, like if you got the douchebag OS, then that's what you got was the <laughs> douchebag OS. Right? Um, so anyways... Uh, it it was a great movie and i think artificial intelligence is interesting you know the 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 craze these days is you know machine learning artificial intelligence virtual reality i'm interested to see where it takes us as a society and as a culture but i'm very weary of it well i think I, we, we we have to be cautious man because if you think about like google assistant um it you know eventually what we're going to have is a robot talking to another robot exactly and that's weird, right? Yeah. Like it's robots just talking to each other that right. don't need to talk to each other. Like what is the point of this? And do we actually need, do we actually need a, a an assistant, a digital assistant calling for us to make an appointment? Or right. can it just go into that website and make an appointment? You know what I mean? Like I don't know. What happens if my digital assistant gets into a fight with your digital assistant? and then they don't, don't want to talk anymore i don't know i mean it was weird watching that video and i'll try to find him put it on there for people if they haven't seen it because there's one where he called a restaurant and he's trying to like 
get a table and make a reservation, but they don't take reservations. Right. And, and it seemed like a normal conversation that you have with somebody who's like new on the job and isn't trying to be the assistant, you know? Yeah. But I think eventually it's like, why did that, why does that, do we need these things? Are we just innovating for innovation's sake? Like, is this a real necessity that's solving a problem? Is was my my thing? Because if we want to create AI, let's solve problems with it, not right. just inconveniences. Right. Exactly. Because that's not. I mean, I mean, I get, but that technology is used to solve inconveniences all the time. Um, but like you know, you, you look at something like a remote control. Okay? Yeah. One might look at that and say, well, that's just an, that's just to solve an inconvenience of having to get up and turn the TV on. But if you were disabled and you couldn't get up and turn the TV it's on, the only way you could turn the TV it on. was a necessity to yeah. have a, a remote control that would do that. So sometimes ideas are born out of solving real world problems and then they just become something that's like, a, yeah, this. But AI to me does not seem like it's born out of solving a real world problem. It just seems like we're trying to create life when that's safe. Yeah. That we feel like we're in control of. Yeah, and we, but the problem is, is that if you're truly creating life, you're not going to be in control of it. Nope. And that's pretty scary. Yeah, <laughs> it's really scary. I mean, it, it, I don't know. It, it it just makes me weary. It makes you weary of uh, where's the line? Where 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 is what what is humanity? Um, what what is consciousness? You know, what are all these things? But then also, like you know, technology is great and all, but you know, stay connected to people. Yeah. I think that's important. Like, I, I, th- I think that that's kind of the, the whole point of my, my kind of soapbox of n- not being a hundred percent for virtual reality and artificial intelligence and machine learning is stay connected to people. Otherwise, like if you don't like none of it's really worth it. Um, how 2000 versus, uh, Samantha. <laughs> <laughs> well, how was, kind of evil was he was he really evil or was he just trying to complete a mission <laughs> just saying <laughs> she wasn't evil he's just trying to complete his mission uh i'm gonna still say I samantha do that dave i'm gonna still say samantha i can't let you do that <laughs> dave was trying to mess his stuff up dude he's just trying to do what he's supposed to do which is part of the problem of artificial intelligence yeah <laughs> um yeah, I'm gonna go with Samantha too. Yeah, I don't want how that's weird. <laughs> he's a weirdo. He's too he's too linear for me. Yeah, um, yeah. I really enjoyed the, her and Zoe. I would watch those movies. Hey, do you have a do you have any thoughts about artificial intelligence? Are you a digital assistant? You want to leave us some feedback? Email us at it's going to get stupid at gmail.com. or find us on Twitter at IGTGS show. Or you can talk to our bots on Facebook.com slash it's going to get stupid, or on Instagram at it's going to get stupid. Or our website, www.itsgoingtogetstupid.com. You could also send us a letter. Just put It's Going to Get Stupid on the letter and mail it with a stamp. Like you don't have to put an address. I'm not telling you my address. I'm sure it'll find its way here. Just talk to my digital assistant. (laughs) Alexa, what's my address? (laughs) Well, I think that's all we have for you today. I do... um, Thank you guys for listening. Please leave us a five star rating if you've. Enjoyed, you can use your Google Assistant. You enjoyed this uh, AI chat. Uh, hold on, ready. Uh, what I want you to do right now is take your earbuds <laughs> out and put your speakerphone on, or put it on a speaker mode. Alexa, give it's going to get <laughs> stupid a five star rating. Did that? Did that work? <laughs> I don't. I don't think that worked. Probably um, didn't. 
probably. I do. tried. I keep trying. I keep, I'll keep trying forever. Yeah. Um, I do want to wish a special happy birthday. Tomorrow is Rick's birthday. Happy birthday, Rick. I completely it's forgot. It's your birthday. You forgot? <laughs> How did you forget? I had to look it up. Because um, I can never remember if it's the 30th or 31st. But it's the 31st, so it's tomorrow. Yep. Happy birthday, man. Thank you for being my friend for this long. Thank you for doing this podcast with me. Thank you for sharing your thoughts with the um the world because we're world did y'all know we're worldwide yeah yeah there's some right now everywhere in japan saying those it's going to get stupid guys (laughs) they're so funny and i didn't do the voice because i'm not trying to be racist today (laughs) but tomorrow (laughs) tomorrow might be a different story (laughs) that's why i'll never have a reality show because I'm not that I'm racist. I'm just saying. <laughs> I think you just admitted I, that you no, are. No, I'm not racist. I'm just saying stupid stuff all the time because it's funny. Kind of like James Gunn. Do not look up that <laughs> on your work computer. <laughs> Ever. <laughs> I'm going to end every show with that warning just so you know don't ever do it. Don't do it. Aren't you, aren't you then encouraging them to do it? No, of course not. <laughs> I'm just not reverse psychology. Like, don't leave us a five star review because we know you can't. <laughs> anyway, do it. You won't. Yeah, you know you won't do it because you're so lazy, like your father. I like how this this episode was like 20 minutes of serious talk, and, and then, then a bunch it of, ends well, with it had to nonsense. Get stupid. Hey, so real quick, I know we haven't done a, it's Rick's stupid thoughts, and we're not gonna do one. I just want to highlight something he said that was stupid. Um, he was talking to Holly, and apparently he asked her what Rick. What okay. did you ask her? So, uh, we, you know, we're, uh, you don't have to set them. We just say the question, man. I asked Holly, what if she found out I was an Avenger and I ended up being the Hulk, but instead of like Bruce Banner turning into the Hulk, I turned into Hollywood Hulk Hogan and not (laughs) like a, not like a giant Hollywood Hulk Hogan, but like actual Hollywood Hulk Hogan. And like, yeah, brother, like I tear off my shirt. Like, cause you know, Bruce Banner like tears off a shirt. I tear off my shirt with Hollywood Hulk Hogan with a shirt on who could then tear off his shirt. <laughs> so, <laughs> it's like a Russian nesting doll. So, of Hollywood of, Hulk Hogan. Of, of, so like you tear off your shirt and then you turn into Hulk Hogan. Yeah. I'm confused yeah. at how that works. Like, then it's like, I'm always angry, and, brother. And then he and rips then, his shirt off. Yeah. Oh my gosh. So that's, this is what we have to deal with. Happy birthday, Rick. Thank you so much for your stupid thoughts. You're welcome. See y'all next week.